The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're so glad you joined us today. And uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my co-host, w- is with us, and I'll bring Kathy on just in a, in a moment. You know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. In the Leadership Development News, we always want to bring new cutting-edge information that can help you do a few things differently. And why? You do a few things differently, it'll help you uh, move into the top 10%. We like to talk about these micro-initiatives, small things you could do to have a macro-impact. So today we're very excited that we have Zue Quash. And Zue uh, is the founder of Calm Clarity. So, you know, Zue is one of the few people with a BA from Harvard, an MBA from Wharton School of Business, and she started her life in poverty. So we'll get a chance to kind of hear that rise and that her story. After building a successful international business career in management consulting and private equity, she decided to pursue her dream to help people overcome adversity and build resilience. So certainly, you know, two topics that, you know, resonate with Kathy and I and that we've been talking about for years. Uh, She wanted to gain a deeper understanding of uh, the transformative benefits of meditation practices. Zwei studied various meditation transitions traditions in India, and became certified in Ashtanga uh, as a yoga teacher. She developed Calm Clarity. It's a neuroscience-based leadership and a resilience program by uh, interweaving meditation techniques with insights from scientific uh, research. So I'm really excited to hear more about this. Calm Clarity is a social enterprise, meaning that when clients pay for Calm Clarity services, they're also supporting low-income students uh, to benefit from the training. So we're real excited to kind of hear a little bit more about that. And before we bring on Zway, we just want to make sure you know a little bit about our show. In Leadership Development News, we're now in our uh, seventh year. We're one of the top five ranked business shows on Voice America. And with millions of listeners, 27 countries, 126 cities, we get as many as uh, 95,000 downloads per month. And that's over the seven years. So you can go on Voice America, you can go on iTunes and pick which ones you want to download. And so let me just say uh, a word about my co-host here, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, who I'm so excited that we are now in our seventh year. And Kathy, as you know, um, coaches leading companies and, and executives, their entire companies. She has a proven model called Happiness Equals Profit. She's been named the first lady of happiness by ABC TV. Dr. Greenberg has authored multiple popular books on the science of happiness, including What Happy Companies Know, 
what happy working mothers know. She touches millions as a much-in-demand speaker, TV, radio, and uh, media personality. And uh, Kathy offers friendly tips and tools to be your best at work at, and at home on the nationally syndicated, it's called The Morning Blend. And we're really excited that uh, Kathy's new best-selling book, Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, is now available on Amazon. And she has a fully integrated software platform, tools that, that you can use and, and benefit from to help you become a fearless leader. And you can find out more about Kathy and, and her book and book launch at www.drkathygreenberg.com for free downloads uh, to access your true talents and for life satisfaction and, and performance. So, Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. It's really exciting to be here today with Sway, and I'll tell you a little bit about how I met her. Um, and why I think she's such a great fit for our audience. But before we do that, I want to make sure that in addition to um, to knowing who I am, that everybody here knows that I'm very fortunate to have uh, my co-host, Relly Nadler, um, also my uh, co-host for seven years now, uh, as a dear, dear friend. And for those of you who don't know Relly, he is a master-level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist and a corporate leadership and team trainer. And... Relly brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. You know, Relly's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides anyone who wants to be a better leader with hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries. You can visit him at truenorthleadership.com, and you can get free downloads to access your best performance through using emotional intelligence, including his free iApp, Leadership Keys. All you have to do is go to the iTunes store. You can also go to Relly's uh, website, truenorthleadership.com, and join his EI Central. That's his emotional intelligence central, um, if you will, kind of membership program where you get access to all the latest and greatest news and features on emotional intelligence. So, Relly, um, I'm so happy that we're... We're not only celebrating our seven-year anniversary, we're celebrating so much in terms of people understanding their talents and their strengths, and maybe we can talk a little bit about you know, why we started this show and yeah. what direction we'll be going in in the future. Okay. Well, thanks, Kathy. I think we started it um, to give people some of these tools and tips, you know, leadership uh, development news, uh, ideally is trying to give you a few things that you can do a little differently um, and like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, these micro-initiatives that can create a macro impact. And a lot of it's based on emotional intelligence, based on positive psychology, based on research in neuroscience. So we really draw from a lot of um, research from both Kathy and my background. But then we learn uh, each week when we're interviewing people. So we're really uh, interested to hear how Zway brings this together. And, and one of the other aspects that both Kathy are so interest, and I are so interested in is mindfulness and a few things just about some of the the research. You know, about uh, 40% of organizations today say they do not have enough well-qualified leaders to move into these new positions. A lot of these, a lot of the reasons is the baby boomers are retiring, and Gen X and Gen Y, as they move into um, this role, often uh, may have a little less emotional intelligence. And the only reason is they have more hours in front of a screen probably a little less hours in front of people. 
So for every hour that you're in front of a screen, be it your computer or your phone, and trying to deal with communication and, um, and not having a person in front of you, it makes it more challenging to change your message, to read, to, to just, uh, go across well. And so that's why we want to give you some tips um, that can help you. And this idea of emotional intelligence, when you look at how smart you are and you look at your technical expertise, a lot of the uh, research is saying it's these relational skills, this emotional intelligence skills that allow people to move further up the ladder. You know, and Kathy, I, I thought it would also be helpful uh, with your new book. You have a really interesting model about fearless leaders. Just to maybe say a couple words about that, and then we'll bring on Zway, and uh, we have a series of questions we want to ask her. Well, sure, that would be um, pretty easy. We uh, are launching that Fearless Leaders Sharpen Your Focus book, which is about the science of mindfulness. Uh, it actually launches this week. We're very excited that it does have an integrated software platform, which means you just go to drkathygreenberg.com. It's drkathygreenberg.com, and you will see a link to get a, a copy of the book. Or you can go to what we call our Fearless Leaders Blueprint for Success. And in that portion of the website, you'll learn what we call the art of fearless leading. So A-R-T-E, we cheated a little bit on the spelling of art, but um, A stands for act with inspiring courage. R stands for respond with what we would call resilience. And T is think with a higher consciousness, and E is engage with a mindset for success. So we call that the art of fearless leading. Each one of those principles is followed on a four-quadrant model where we go from happiness equals profit to fearless equals freedom. And the idea is when you really know your strengths and your talents well, you will use them fearlessly. And we also have 12 success secrets of special forces operations. As you know, I've been working with them for the past decade. We have also combined um, in these 12 success secrets not only the special qualities that you can engage in using the art of fearless leadership, but also the secrets of Olympic and sports athletes, world-known world humanitarians, both men and women who have been sacrificing to make the world a better place for us, and also CEOs and leaders who are changing the face of what we know as leadership and emotional intelligence through the use of these 12 success secrets. So hopefully uh, you'll be inspired to log in and come see what we have, and we have lots of free downloads. Relly and I are definitely lovers of reciprocity. We like to give back, and we hope you do too. So hopefully you'll take a look at that, and you'll enjoy it, and you'll get a lot out of it. So just a word, Kathy, so glad that this is launching today. We've been talking about it, uh, or this week, we've been talking about it for, for a while. I know you know all the key players, you, and just to be able to learn from um, some of these you know key star performers, you know, who have um, protected our country and have been on the firing line uh, and really tap into some of those key fearless uh, skills and then let that spread into uh, all of us so we could use us. It's so exciting. So oh, thank you for that. And now we have an exciting introduction, I believe. Yes. So, yes, why don't you tell us a little bit of how you met Zway? Well, just a fascinating um, little tidbit. I often get calls from individuals who find someone they think is very special. 
And I have been very blessed, as you have, really, in, in this lifetime to come across some wonderful young talent. And Zway was one of those individuals, a friend of mine, who was uh, actually president of the Girl Scouts uh, of America's Eastern Region, uh, introduced us at a dinner, and uh, I just fell in love with Zway. I couldn't, I couldn't begin to describe the things that she's doing, and um, it just touched me. Uh, this is a woman who came here in poverty uh, as an immigrant. She didn't, and she'll tell you her story, she didn't have any intention whatsoever of, um, of becoming who she is right now when she landed on what we now know as the United States of America, where people get choices and freedom. And I think her story is going to be captivating and elevating, and I think everyone will take away from today's show something very special about Zway. So, Zway, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm, I'm so glad to be on the show. Thank you so much for that very um, wonderful introduction. I'm really touched and moved by what you said. So, Zway, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, in your, in your own words, I mean, you know, we talked about you being um, a person who has a BA from Harvard and MBA from Wharton, and obviously uh, you're doing great things. Um, you're now at, uh, I believe, Cabrini College. You're... You've, got, you've captivated the hearts and minds of so many people. Just tell us a little bit about your background, how you came here, and who've been very influential in your career. Sure, I'd be glad to share. I think when the audience hears about my story, they'll be able to understand why I feel calm clarity is my calling. Um, so I was born in Vietnam during a time of desperation after the war. My parents decided it was they had to escape. They had to take this risk, but they had to wait until I was maybe six months before doing it. So we all got on this boat, and luckily when we went out to sea, um, somehow we made it to land just as we ran out of water, um, ran out of food and water and everything. Um, but the refugee camps in Indonesia were terrible. I mean, there was malnutrition, disease, there was all sorts of issues. And again, I came so close to death many, many times. And if it wasn't for these humanitarian relief workers there giving medicines away, I wouldn't be here today. So I've always known that my life was affected by many other people's altruism and knew I would have to give back in the future. Um, eventually, um, you know, I survived, but I was really slow to develop. And my parents had no idea if I would turn out normal. Um, we eventually settled down in inner city Philadelphia. And that was kind of like a war zone in itself. It was really dangerous. There were drugs and gangs. And refugees were robbed, beat up, and killed quite often. So you had to become really street smart to survive and to stay safe. Um, and I just didn't want to be a burden to my parents. So I did my best not to cause any trouble. Um, but sooner or later, they realized I hadn't learned how to talk. And when they put me in school, you know, and all the other kids could talk, read, and write, my, my teacher thought I was retarded, and she wanted to send me off to a school to learn sign language because she thought I was literally dumb. And it took some, you know, back and forth before the school realized I needed to have speech therapy and English as a second language courses that I was actually mentally fine. And sooner or later, you know, after a couple years of this, by third grade, I definitely caught up with the class. And not only that, I actually jumped to the top of the class. And I still remember when I brought home my first report card with straight A's, my father was so shocked. He didn't believe it was real. He thought it was a mistake. And uh, they, they had no idea that that was possible because I had been so slow to grow up. Um, so somehow, you know, despite all the challenges, I continued to excel academically. And, 
you know, I don't even know how it happened, but I did get into Harvard. And I remember my parents were just shocked because at that point they didn't really know what Harvard was. And they were immigrants. They couldn't speak English. And they were very conservative about what little girls versus little boys should do. And it was really hard for them to accept that I was so academically gifted and I would leave home to go to college. Um, so when I got to Harvard, you know, it was kind of a huge transition for me because I was coming from the most extreme part of American society, inner city, to the other extreme, the top 1%. And I didn't actually feel like I belonged there. I mean, academically, intellectually, I could do the work. I even made dean's list my first year. But slowly, the social component of being there just wore me down. And not having a social support network, having my family not understand what I was going through, and then the traumas that I went through, um, seeing violence and um, experiencing violence, I eventually had post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And so all that came to the surface. And I remember being like, this isn't fair. You know, my classmates don't have to deal with this. How am I supposed to deal with this? So I finally got help. And I remember sitting down with a psychiatrist and he was explaining to me that because of my early life traumas, you know, it's likely that my neurochemistry was off. And he kind of made it seem like childhood adversity was going to be a life sentence, that I might have to be on medication to manage these symptoms for the rest of my life. I didn't think that was acceptable, and I definitely didn't think he and I were on the same page (laughs) as to what I wanted to do with my future. So I turned to neuroscience. I just went to a bookstore in the library and learned about the brain and what was happening to me. And then I realized, you know, you could actually make lifestyle changes. You could change your mindset, your attitude, and you could actually recover. So I started doing that, and I felt much better. And by the time I graduated, I just went off medication, and I never relapsed. Um, So, you know, I wanted to prove to people that, you know, you don't have to be... um, like stamped, you know, because you came from a terrible background, like you can break through all these obstacles and you can perform. Um, And I went into business consulting because, you know, there was a part of me that really wanted to create a program that um, could help other young people growing up in these conditions. But at that time, I was like 21 years old. I had no experience. I had no idea how the world works and who was going to actually listen to me. So I decided to go into management consulting, get a Wharton MBA, and eventually I was um, lucky enough to get into private equity and run a fund in Vietnam. Um, But by some point, once I paid off all my debt, I was like, you know, you have this dream. It's been part of your life since you were in your 20s. Um, You wrote about this going to business school. You have no excuses now. You have to go and do this. And so um, I remember at that time, you know, meditation, mindfulness was in the news. I think Ariana Huffington was already advocating for it in her Huffington Post. And so I was really curious about it, but I didn't see myself as a new age person. And every time people brought up stuff that was woo-woo, I would like roll my eyes because I was more into science. Like I had turned to neuroscience, behavior economics, and psychology to really understand what was happening to me. And, you know, until Daniel Goldman started to, you know, publish the dialogues of the Dalai Lama, it was hard for me to take meditation seriously. But then um, Steve Jobs's autobiography or biography came out and I realized that this guy had also gone to India to study meditation and what he what happened to him transformed not only him but the way we look at technology and so suddenly it seemed legitimate that I could just go to India and study meditation 
and that's what I decided to do. Just amazing. Just an amazing. It's like, where do you start? Um, well, I, I have to say, going to India was pretty mind-opening. Like, I had already been living in Asia for six years at the time, so I'd already been pushed to my limits to question, you know, cultural biases and perspectives, what was right, what was wrong. And so by the time I went to India, I was really much more open-minded than I had been growing up in the United States and much more willing to look at, you know, this, these ancient traditions to see what they had to say. And, you know, for me, it was also important to get it directly from the source rather than through the New Age gurus here in this country because everyone brings their own filter into the process. And so when you go to it directly from the source, you can actually experience what they were trying to say. And I think for me, there were so many breakthroughs by going to the source. Like I eventually became a yoga teacher as well because I really wanted to understand the physiological impact that these practices have on your body. And so, you know, and nowadays, like the, the especially the program I went to, there was a huge focus on anatomy, why certain breathing techniques lead to increasing um, energy, why, um, you know, if you breathe deeply, you actually deacidify your blood, you can lower your blood pressure, you can increase your vag- vagus uh, nerve, you can increase the way it functions, and you can become a lot more healthy, and that's why um, people who do yoga tend to have less issues with chronic diseases. Um, so there's, you know, science behind this stuff that seems woo-woo, and I really wanted to really crack down on the science and really understand why it's helpful. And so um, eventually I realized, like, I needed to package what I was learning um, so I could share it with the world, and especially the focus on the science, because a lot of people like me are too skeptical to, you know, listen to a lot of the explanations that I hear, but when someone can frame it in terms of science and why it's beneficial to you, why it's logical, then um, people will actually listen, and a lot of people are willing to change behaviors if you present them with the evidence as to why these things are causing different benefits in your body. So this is just fascinating, and we have a you know a series of questions that we want to kind of ask you you know about your training and about kind of what uh, you're doing now with Calm Clarity. So this is uh, Leadership Development News, and uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066.
Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having a wonderful conversation with Zway Kwok, and she's talking to us about her very inspirational, um, very uh, compelling program called Calm Clarity. Zway, tell us how we can learn more about Calm Clarity, your website, um, contact information, and then we're going to get back into the practical application of what you're doing. Sure. Um, So my website is calmclarity.org, and I also have a Facebook page, Calm Clarity, and you can follow us on Twitter as well, calmclarity.org is the handle. Um, So... Uh, to tell you a little bit more about the program, I mean, it started because I realized the people who stand to benefit most from leadership and resilience training are young people. Um, the more resilient young people become, the more likely they're going to stick through high school, they're going to stick through college and thrive, and they can become the leaders of tomorrow. Um, you know, so what I'm trying to do now is try to share calm clarity with as many low-income um, young people as possible in high school and in college, um, because like it's what's really terrible right now. It's like only 40% of low-income um, teens actually finish uh, will drop out of high school. I mean, and then those that make it to college, about half of them will drop out because the front the social transition is actually much more difficult for them than just the academic issues. And when they drop out, they're actually saddled with debt as well. And, you know, this leads to 
making it harder for them to break out of poverty. Um, so what I believe is that if we can teach them resilience and leadership at a young age, you can even reverse the impact of toxic stress on their brains, their bodies, and help them change their life trajectory. So this is sort of the crucial moment where you can deliver interventions on the kids. Their brains are so plastic right now that, you know, it's a time in which they can build habits that serve them the rest of their lives. Um, and so we've been running pilots in the Philadelphia area where I'm based. And this past summer, I ran a pilot with the University of Pennsylvania's uh, Netter Center for Community Partnerships. They recruited uh, high school graduates from across West Philadelphia, which is one of the poorest neighborhoods in the city. And, um, you know, the kids shared with me afterwards um, uh, how the program impacted them. And I have to say, as I was reading the feedback surveys that they wrote, like tears came to my eyes because these stories were so powerful. Um, there was a young lady in the program who I learned lives with her grandmother because her mother is a drug addict um, who has HIV, and so she can't live with her mother. And she wrote in her um, survey about how the program can help her keep calm, especially when people talk about her father who passed away. Um, before that, she would just snap and get really upset at people, and now she can actually stay calm and in control. Um, and then there was this other young man who shared his story. Um, he said his family had become homeless because they were evicted. And um, a lot of times he would just escape with video games. He was totally addicted to video games. But after the Calm Clarity program, you know, he could see how stressed out he was. And he um, voluntarily, spontaneously just stopped playing video games so he could focus on his real life. And he said that he was really um, able to move forward, taking steps he needed to take because of Calm Clarity. Um, it sounds like you're getting some fascinating results. And what's the curriculum? What is it like? What are the kind of the key topics? You know, because Kathy and I are, are constantly doing this uh, programs with you know executives, and it sounds like you're taking a lot of what you've learned and really tailoring it to this population. So what, is it, what does it look like? Yeah, actually, it works for executives, too. When I run the program for um, adults, uh, there really aren't that many tweaks in the content. It's just the way we contextualize how the tools work in their lives. Um, so, I mean, the key is to help people become more self-aware of how, you know, brain, their brains um, can impact them. And I think you guys know a lot about the science behind this as well. I think what I've done is just try to create a very simple framework that's very intuitive and easy to use. So I describe the brain as having three emotional states. Um, uh, 1.0 is the fight-or-flight response. 2.0 is the um, mammalian brain, the one that likes to hoard all the good stuff and avoid all the bad stuff. And it's the one that is constantly responding to carrots and sticks, to social conditioning, and makes us um, instinctively want to win. So we can spend our entire lives chasing carrots that we don't really want just because we want to have carrots. Um, and brain 3.0 is like the higher self. Um, it's what the Greeks refer to it's as eudaimonia. It's the part of the brain that gives you self-control, self-mastery, um, that um, makes you feel calm, centered. And when you're pursuing your intrinsic goals, you're doing the things that you're believing in, not just what other people want you to do. Um, you know, when you pursue self-actualization, you grow and activate that part of the brain. And so we teach the kids how to see when brain 1.0 and 2.0 start to hijack them. Um, and, you know, the, the goal is to teach them how to shift into brain 3.0 when they see them, themselves being hijacked. And um, it's actually... 
pretty powerful because it's so intuitive, and the kids learn this this language. And we we actually do an exercise where we teach them negotiation and self advocacy skills, and they can see how just by talking to people, you can set off each other's flight or flight system. And that's so important. Absolutely, is the way it is. And we're going to be right back. So hold that thought. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Zoe Quach, who has comclarity.org, and uh, Zoe, we were... Um, during the break, talking about if we can get a little bit of idea of what it, tell us what the training would look like, and then we'll talk about um, you know some of the results people get. But what would it like a typical? Is it a day? Is it two days? Or what does it look like? 
Sure. Actually, it's customizable. So what I created is a menu of modules. So there are 10 modules that um, emphasize certain themes or skills. And it's, they build up layer by layer, um, but you can go a little bit out of order, and we tend to customize it for each of the clients. Um, so each of the modules are about two hours long, and they involve like an explanation of science, interactive exercises and discussions to really practice skills, and also like uh, about 15 minutes to practice meditation and ask questions afterwards. So um, it's 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 sort of a a long TED Talk in a way. It's very interactive and very engaging. And so um, organizations will bring me in for just two hours, four hours, or sometimes they'll bring me in for a full day. And then when I work with schools, what we're trying to do is actually find a way to integrate it into the curriculum. So, you know, I'm in talks with a, a really great high school in Philadelphia called Central High. It's one of the oldest in the country, and they have like 70-something percent of their students are minorities, 60% um, are low income. And so they're really concerned about how stress is affecting their kids. And, um, you know, we're talking about how we can do a train-the-trainer program to teach the teachers to teach this in the classrooms. So we're trying to figure out how to make it really cost-effective and scalable. So talk, talk a little bit about what a program looks like and some of the exercises that you might use. I mean, we talked about one of the exercises that I use often, which I love and which I, you know, shared with you, which is the self-biofeedback. So when you think of something that's positive for 60 seconds versus thinking of something negative for 60 seconds, and then you map what your biological response is to that, if you will, visual memory, you can help people understand when they're at risk and to, Mm -hmm. if you will, pull back a little bit so that they can safeguard themselves from what we would call impulse control, um, having more impulse control. Can you talk a little bit about some of the things that you're doing, um, some of the exercises that you're using and how that's having an impact on these wonderful uh, inner-city kids, but also how you plan to use this uh, now in your, your program with, um, I believe you're with Central High School. Yeah, so the goal of the program is to teach people resilience. Um, and the way we do it is to try to actually hardwire it into their brain. Um, so we actually tell them, like, you know, how neuroplasticity works and how it works by um, constantly, you know, running the same habits over and over. Um, and so when we talk about um, the meditations, we explain it as a way of actually, like, weightlifting. Um, they're activating those circuits that you want to have stronger um, so that when you're going through something really hard, you know, your muscles are there to get you through it. Um, and so what I tell them is that these meditations are like, uh, they're positive meditations in the sense that they make you feel good and they're purposefully setting off the positive cascades in your brain and body that will boost um, your immune system, that boost your levels of oxytocin, that lower your blood pressure. And if you do these on a regular basis, you just have more inner resources to deal with tough times. And so the key is to try to get the kids to practice this on a regular basis or to build this into their lives. And over time, um, these are the type of meditations that actually can increase your happiness set point. So this is something you guys talk about a lot in your show. Um, and so, and the kids experience it. So when we guide the meditations after about 10 to 12 minutes, they're just like, wow, you know, like I feel really good. I feel all the stress melt away and they can see that they're calmer the rest of the day. Um, and so, you know, I, I run this for like Wharton alumni, executives, and one of the guys who tested the program, 
um, tested the Calm Clarity version of the Compassion Meditation. Um, he's the managing director in the financial firm. So he has really high blood pressure. And so uh, he measured his blood pressure before and after this meditation, and he saw that it had dropped to normal. And so he tries to do this on a regular basis. Um, and, you know, everyone who does the meditation, they experience this. So then they, a lot of the kids actually make a proactive effort to do the meditation on their own and even share it with their family and their friends so everyone benefits. Um, and so we, you know, each module we explain the science of what's happening, which parts of the brain they're activating and then why it's good for them and then they experience it. So and, and, and way, maybe you can talk about the, the three levels of the brain. That, that's really, for me, a very um, easy to follow process where you get them, the kids are starting to talk about they're using their brain one or their brain two or their brain three. They really get to understand what the brain is doing and how it's organized. Sure. So, you know, we try to get them to be aware of how they're shifting between these brain states throughout the day and that it's totally normal. You know, all of us will see triggers and it'll turn on brain 1.0. But what they need to know is when they're in brain 1.0, it's self-preservation mode. And people tend not to be open to new ideas. Um, When they shift into brain 2.0, they get very focused on a particular outcome or goal or reward. And again, they're not open to discussing anything else. Um, and when they're in brain 3.0, it's when they're best able to learn, to process new information, and to like create opportunities. And one of the differences is actually your ability to find money that's on the floor. So like, I think Dr. Richard Wiseman did these studies where people who were pessimistic and thought they were unlucky, they could walk over money that was purposely put on the floor and not pick it up. Where someone who was optimistic, who felt they were lucky, who was in a state of brain 3.0, would see it and pick it up. You know, when the kids learn that, they're like, oh, my God, I want to pick up money on the streets. <laughs> so, um, but it's, it's, it's just, you know, they can feel it. They can feel the difference mentally, emotionally, physiologically in their bodies. So, and then they can start to sense it in other people and to then um, adjust their social effectiveness as a result. Um, and they realize why people in fight or flight mode are likely to get into fights. You know, so they'll try to be more calm when someone is in a flight or flight mode, not to escalate the situation. So they start to observe themselves and other people, and it changes the way they interact. And that's very powerful for them. I mean, one of the guys said, like, you know, he has a younger brother who always gets on his nerves, but now he doesn't fight with him anymore. So, Sway, one of the things that um, I'm taking away from the conversation, and I hope our audience is as well, is that uh, you're really teaching people real hard skills, which is so helpful because young people need to learn them uh, in order to use them. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. Don't go away. Come right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Mo 
Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're having an exciting conversation with Zoe Quach, who has started um, her program, ComClarity.org. And so, as I say a little bit of, of how you present this. I know you, you, we've talked about with the youth, but how do you present this to executives, and especially to kind of get them in their busy schedule to to use some of the benefits of the you know resilience and mindfulness practices. Sure. Um, what I do is try to explain to them how Brain 1.0, 2.0, 3.0 affects them as well. And they can also experience it through the exercises, how much more clarity they have to be when they're in Brain 3.0. And so they also experience um, so much more joy and positivity in their lives being in Brain 3.0 as well. Um, 
And so, you know, one of the things I recommend to people who ask me, you know, how do I have more calmness and clarity in my life? You know, what we want to do is see how much we can stay in brain 3.0 whenever we come into 1.0 and 2.0 and we realize we're not actually in danger and, you know, we this isn't the state that's helping us right now. Shifting back into brain 3.0 is really, you know, um, brings out the best in yourself and in people around you. And so, um, you know, uh, I, I often tell people to try the com- uh, Calm Clarity Compassion Meditation. Um, it's only 12 minutes long, but it's got a huge bang for the buck. And, um, you know, people can actually download it from my website, calmclarity.org. If they go to the navigation menu, it's under the Calm Clarity program. And you, they can also search for it in YouTube under Calm Clarity. And so in this meditation, what you do is you a- actively wish good things for yourself and other people. You wish for yourself to be happy, to be healthy, to be safe, to be peaceful, to be prosperous, to live in harmony. And then you start to wish that to your family and to the people in your life and then eventually to all people. And um, for those of you who understand the science of positive psychology, you know, when you actually show a lot of compassion and altruism and gratitude and appreciation, you're actually bringing yourself into Brain 3.0 and you're activating those circuits. And one of the best ways of turning off Brain 2.0, which, you know, is constantly comparing yourself to other people, so you either feel great when you're better off or envious when you're worse off, is to practice gratitude. And so how my version of this meditation is different from the traditional version is we tweak it so that we bring in the positive psychology tools. So you'll do deep breathing, you'll do positive visualizations, um, and then when we end, we actually end with a gratitude journal. And so by the end of it, people are often in the state of bliss and and um, they go through the rest of their day in a, a different state of mind because those brain 3.0 circuits are primed and active and so they're less likely to be hijacked. Um, and so the other thing is I want people to understand when people are in brain 3.0, like you're not a doormat. You know, just because you're calm and you're thinking clearly doesn't mean people can take advantage of you. Um, actually, you know, it makes people much more in tune with their gut. And, you know, I use a lot of comic um, terms like spider sense. Um, but, like, you know, your spider sense is a lot stronger. You can kind of tell that something's on or off in the situation, and you can react better. So it's easier to handle tricky people and challenging situations when you're in 3.0. You're not hijacked in 2.0 or 1.0. And Executives, when they get themselves into that state, they can start to see how much better, how much more they can outperform themselves, uh, you know, in 3.0 um, than when they're in 2.0 or 1.0, and that's very powerful for them. So, Zoe, I got a question for you because you know I'm thinking about for the folks who are maybe have an engineering background or science background. So they do the meditation, uh, and then how long can they be in the in, in what you're calling the 3.0? I mean, so what's the uh, half-life of that so that because that's what they're probably saying okay i'll do it and does that mean i have a half hour do i have an hour you know that i want to be at the peak uh my peak sure i think i mean we haven't done studies like that before i'd love to work with you to do that if that's something you're interested in 
um, you know, the way I see it is it depends on the person. So if you've already got a really strong brain 3.0 and you do this meditation, it's like doing a workout in the morning and you just feel good the rest of the day. Um, Now, if you're someone who's just starting the practice and you're often in 1.0 or 2.0 already, you could swing back more quickly. It depends how powerful the triggers are. If the triggers aren't very powerful, then, you know, you can, you know, get through it. It's sort of like a boat going through like a very choppy ocean. Depends how big the waves are. You know, I just, I just kind of listened to one of the, the uh, videos for Dan Goldman, and, and we interviewed him around focus, and I think this idea of resilience, the practice or the muscle is really getting back into that state. So maybe even using some of your small practices around meditation you know, in that you can do in two or three or four minutes to kind of bring you back. So that's really the skill is how do you get back quick, how do you get back quick. Yeah, I mean, there's a shorter version that I do when I'm out and about, which is yeah. just to mentally wish people I come across, like you and Kathy, and, you know, before this started, I wished that you were happy, that you would be healthy and you would be safe, uh-huh. you know, and when you do that, it's much, it's so much easier to form a human connection with people, so yeah. you're less afraid and you're less fearful, and the great thing is that subconsciously, people can sense when you, you're being altruistic. I mean, it doesn't mean that they know that you, they can ask you for money or something like that, but they can just tell that you're a safe person to be around, right. and they're going to be more relaxed around you, and they won't even know because it's completely subconscious. But, you know, I, like, I have gone into a public high school in Philadelphia, Sayer, where I had to first start the West Philadelphia program. They crammed, like, 50 people into a normal classroom size, and most of these had just graduated from high school. But as soon as I started teaching, because I was so calm and I was in brain 3.0, like the mirror neuron systems are contagious and the kids yeah. pick it up and they calm down right away. Well, that's fascinating. And, and I do think, you know, we, we know that within less than a second, someone can pick up whether you're trustworthy or not. And so that's what you're saying, even on a kind of an unconscious level, you're walking into that, you know, being trustworthy because you're, you're so compassionate. Exactly. Anything you can tell our audience about uh, what you're going to be doing in the future, where they can find you? Um, you're now affiliated, I believe, with Cabrini College. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing with Calm Clarity. Sure. Well, I'm actually also working with Leadership Philadelphia. It's one of these independent leadership programs um, to present Calm Clarity to their class and to their programs with nonprofits. Um, I think with Com- uh, Cabrini College, I'll be teaching this as a course to see if we can increase the graduation rates for first-generation college students. And the Nerny um, Leadership Program is actually interested in working with me to incorporate this into their leadership um, degree um, curriculum. So that's that's very exciting. And uh, right now I'm also in talks with teachers um, in Masterman High School and University Scholars Program, how we can bring this, because they see that their kids are overwhelmed with stress and pressure, and so they really want to bring calm clarity there. So that says a lot for a program that's pretty new, um, that, you know, of all the programs that are available, you know, they're reaching out to me and talking to me about it. That's Um, outstanding. Yeah, it's a real so, acknowledgement of all the great things you're doing and supporting everyone around you. Yeah, I mean, the best part is I see the changes in people as I guide the meditations. You can see the light bulbs go off and people are, you know, they feel different afterwards and they see life in a different way. They're like, oh, I don't have to be in this cranky mood. I can always switch back to 3.0 when I really need to. So that's very empowering for kids as well as adults. 
Well, this is this is really uh, so exciting, and and so glad that you could uh, be with us, you know, today to share this. So, um, any kind of uh, maybe just before we end here, you have the one piece of about. Uh, I'm just looking at it. Share one and give one, or buy one and give one. Where do they find out more information about that? Is that on your website? Yeah, that's on my website. So what I'm trying to do is develop this buy one, give one model because I want all the clients and prospective clients to know that when they pay for Calm Clarity, when they benefit themselves, they're actually supporting these initiatives in schools in which fantastic. we help thousands of young people change their lives. Yes, so, this is fantastic. Uh, we're so happy to have had you on the show today. We also know you as Do D-U-E. So when people see... Uh, Sees Way's uh, website, you'll see her name spelled D-U-E. You're at the right place, Calm Clarity, www.calmclarity.org. Thank you so much for being with us, Way. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome, Way. And this has been Leadership Development News. Uh, so keep tuning in to tune up your leadership performance, and we'll talk to you again in next week. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.